0: Welcome back to the Keep Moving Podcast. My name is Miranda. I am your co-host, along with Beth, who unfortunately could not join us today, so I do have Drew here taking your her place. Hi,
1: hey, how's it going, everyone?
0: Uh, our goal with this podcast is to bring you some tips, tricks, inspiration to help you along your own fitness journey, whether this reaches those of you that are starting from the very beginning in finding that fitness routine that fits you best, um, or just changing up your current routine or your nutrition. And to reaching some of those that might just need that new or extra inspiration or kick in the butt to get back at it or change your focus or push yourself a little bit harder than before. So continue along with us on this podcast as we connect with trainers and members and clients um, for those great golden nuggets of inspiration that we hopefully get from them. So uh, I have Mike joining us today. Morning, Mike. Good uh,
2: Good morning. Afternoon.
0: Afternoon, it is. Uh, Mike is the head trainer for the Lacrosse Southburn Boot Camp here in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Um, it's a beautiful 40 degree sunny day today, much different from the negative temps that we had in the last couple of weeks. So, um, giving us a little bit of glimpse of hope that springs right around the corner. And I definitely have smiles on my face this week, as I'm sure the rest of us do. Uh, Mike, why don't you start us off? Tell us a little bit about your own personal journey into the fitness industry What kind of sparked your passion to becoming a trainer and what made you want to be a part of someone else's journey?
2: Sure. Well, you know, I can I come from um, I graduated from Platteville. Um, I've got 10 years of training experience I did start off Uh, My college career as an elementary teacher, I've always uh, loved working with um, people. um, And I just found out that I I liked working with adults better than kids. Uh, But I would like seeing the success um, from individuals in fitness and health. You know, being their person that they come to for tips, tricks, and just, you know, everything in health and fitness. I love being that person that um, they can lean on, they can trust, and they come to for any questions that they have. You know, I've worked with a lot of individuals, old, young, um, all different skill levels, Um, so I um, do say that I'm pretty well-rounded with everything when it comes to different exercises um, and different health um, tips as well. Um, You know, I've bounced around to different fitness centers, so I kind of have... A little well-rounded as well in different like gym settings, a 24-hour gym, um, group settings, and also just one-on-one personal training. So.
0: Nice. And being a trainer is an incredibly important role that a lot of people either don't know they need or they don't think that they want um, until they kind of find that right trainer that they connect with that understands what their needs are, their goals, and and knows how to push them in a way that maybe they weren't able to get from someone else or from themselves if they've never had a trainer. So. Um, I know at, at Burn Boot Camp, the relationship and community part is a really strong focus that you guys have, um, but building any kind of relationship, especially the trust needed for this kind of experience, um, can be really challenging, especially kind of with a new client. So what barriers do you often run into when trying to build that trust? Well,
2: you know, I like to put myself in their shoes because, um, you know, I am a father myself with two kids, um, so I like to be able to kind of relate with them on a personal note with different struggles and different successes as well. So I can definitely share them my story when I battle even with my own exercise and my own health because none of us are perfect um, when it comes to fitness and health. We all have our own struggles. Um, so I really try to relate with them to see, you know, their fitness journey with mine, even my um you know, nutrition struggles as well. My wife will tell you I'm not the healthiest person in the world when it comes to eating. Um, but uh, um, so, you know, I can re- really re- relate with a lot of individuals. Um, so when someone comes of walks through those doors, you know, I, I greet them with open arms, you know. I definitely sit down and I listen. I think that's the biggest thing is sit down... Put an open ear and just let them talk and let them understand that I'm here for them um, with anything they need. I can meet them where they're at and kind of really dive deep to what their goals are and really kind of find out where they want to go from there Okay, and help them with The beginning, the middle, and the end and, you know, continue that maintenance throughout their life then. Mm -hmm. My main goal with really everybody is really just improving their quality of life. And that really looks different for a lot of people. You know, one size doesn't fit all in the fitness industry. Um, So I think that's the biggest thing is understanding the individual to where, what definition and what defines their healthy.
0: Mm -hmm. I think a lot of those people too, you know, they come to you with, with a goal, but you know, if their goal is just weight loss, it's not going to work. Like the steps to getting there is not going to work for them as they would for somebody else. Exactly. And
2: you know, the thing about weight loss too, is that some people, that's what the, that's all they know, you know, in Mm -hmm. the world, that's all it's been preaching. Like I need to lose weight. I need to do this. I need to do that. But sometimes (laughs) that's not what, they need to see a better quality of life sometimes too. So, digging deeper, how is that weight loss going to change their quality of life? That's why I really try to open up with a lot of people is that by losing 10 pounds, how is your life going to look different? You know, that's kind of that question I really ask everybody is like, how is this going to look different when you get to that point? And sometimes that's a pretty loaded question because, like, a lot of people don't know. They just think that I got to lose. You know, 10 pounds to lose 10 pounds, but is that sustainable? Are they going to change other habits? Is that going to make them happier, or is that just something that is a stigma in in mm-hmm. life that's like I have to get to that certain weight? So I think that's the biggest thing is to unravel. is like how is that going to change their overall quality of life? Is that going to be sustainable and
1: that going to make them happy? That's what I was going to ask. Is you know when they come to you. And a lot of times it is, I want to lose X percentage. Do you feel, are you trying to uncover the goals of the, the, like the deeper goals? That way they can hit that. Cause I think a lot of times that weight loss, that yo-yo is because they want to lose a certain percentage, which are certain poundage. And then once they get that, it's like, okay, like life hasn't changed much. And mm-hmm. so are you trying to uncover their deeper goals into the reason why you want to lose? Exactly.
2: Yep. Uh, that deeper goal you know like for example maybe it's uh you know it's they want to lose 10 pounds to be able to do push-ups on their toes you know or maybe it's just to fit in their wedding dress again you know maybe it's to be able to be ready for a holiday party coming up all right so uncovering that goal you know maybe it's playing with their kids you know they can't be able to bend down you know, and pick up their kids or even run around outside. So digging deeper, how is that going to improve their quality of life throughout? Um, and is that sustainable? Because, you know, as a parent, you know, our kids are sponges. They see us. They feed off us. Um, I got a lot of clients right now that their kids watch what they do. And so that's a big thing that they, they're they always watching us. What do we put in our mouth? What we go to the gym to work out? I just had a member recently tell me that her daughter actually asked her, like, mommy, I miss you working out. And that was a big definition for her. Like, hey, my daughter is the one that is getting me back into fitness because she wants to watch me succeed and be able to play with me as I get older. So, you know, understanding of like, how is that going to improve their life is really important. Not just the number on the scale, but understanding how is that going to better yourself.
0: Definitely. Drew mentioned the yo-yos and you're talking about sustainability in kind of in the world we live in these days. Every ad you see or commercial you hear, it talks about weight loss pills or, you know, you don't have to exercise to lose weight or, you know, this diet, that diet, try this, try that. And, and everyone that doesn't have the right knowledge or the support from a trainer like yourself ends up trying a whole bunch of these that are not sustainable diets um, and then their body ends up in that state of confusion and they end up feeling like they they give up or nothing is actually going to work for them. So they're stuck in this body that they have now. And I imagine a lot of the clients that you have have been through those roller coasters. Uh, what kinds of fad diets, myths, things have you gotten from a lot of your clients and how have you kind of break them of those habits?
2: Well, I can tell you I've tried a lot of diets myself and they've lasted 24 hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is is pretty common Um, and the reason for that is I think a lot of those diets are unrealistic you know um, they kind of put that like you have to do it this certain way to see success when really when it comes down to it is a diet is really just a healthy balance meal is really portioning it out, making sure it's that calorie deficit if you really want to lose weight. Um I listened to a podcast actually with Devin Klein uh talking about how, you know, the keto, paleo, those different diets, people want that label like, hey I'm a keto person or I'm a paleo person, which but mm-hmm. and thing like one day you could do paleo the other day you might do keto the other day you might just do just protein know you can mix it up um but at the end of the day it's about portion size like what is mm-hmm. your portion size what is your calorie intake what is your calorie out um are you getting your the exercise right in the day are you burning it up or are you just moving because you know that has a lot to do with the two depending on your age your skill level sometimes it's just about movement um right now after this long year a lot of people took a lot of time off from exercise, or even um, um, just nutrition in general. So those baby steps. What does it look like to get back into fitness? I told a member just the other day, just move. You know, right mm-hmm. now it's just about movement because um, you got to get that body conditioned again, just to move in different ways than it was, let's say, just six months ago. Um, and work your way up. So small, those small little um those small little feats each time. Um, Same with your nutrition. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, Nutrition is something that becomes a routine. Um, I believe in, you know, a big breakfast that uh, is really a kickstarter of your metabolism throughout the day. Um, I make sure it's, you know, very portioned with protein, carbs, and fats um, to kickstart, especially since I work out in the morning. That fuels me for what I have throughout the day. And people need to understand what you eat today is going to affect your tomorrow, the next day, the next day after that. Um, So sometimes when you have a bad weekend, having pizza, ice cream, that's why Monday is usually a little slower. Um, But, uh, you know, as far as diet goes, it's also up in the mindset is that, you know, as having kids and being a parent, you know, I have chicken nuggets and mac and cheese with the kids, Um, but being okay to have that, but you're not having a whole box. You know, if you have one of those days, again, it's okay. You're going to celebrate it. It's okay to have that. You have kids. You know, same thing with, um, it's not like you don't want to do it every day, right? And you don't want to overdo it, but portion control. I listened to a podcast the other day, again, about um, a diet thing, and he was like, you know, you could actually eat Twinkies all day long as long as your calories are less than what you put mm-hmm. out to lose weight. But obviously, you don't want to eat Twinkies all day long, right? <laughs> but uh, but it's really about that calorie deficit if you really want to lose weight, but also gaining muscle. you got to put the right nutrition in your body too um to be able to gain that lean muscle mass. Um if you really want to see that success. But too many people look at it's one size fit all. But really diet really is customized to each person and what your body needs. Um my diets can be different than my wife's. Um so you know, you know, when we eat meals at home, my portions might be a little bit bigger than hers or, you know, I eat different breakfasts than lunches with her. We usually share the same dinners, but my breakfast is pretty much the same throughout um, the week. Um, same with her. Um, and our lunches are pretty similar but a little bit different. Mine might be a little bit more protein. But again, when you sit down with a trainer – Understanding what are the tools that I need to feel my body? What is something important? Um, What am I missing? So a lot of times people aren't getting enough calories into the day. Um, Our bodies are just like vehicles and we need to fuel it, right? Too many of us think that I'm going to eat less. And that's gonna make me lose weight, not really. you need to actually eat more when you're working out because your metabolism's higher, your body's burning it off, so um that's kind of the biggest thing um in the industry that people aren't getting enough calories throughout the day um,
0: yeah, I from my personal experience, and she's gonna hate me for mentioning this if she ever hears it, but my wife recently did jumped on one of those fad diets of. Um, You know, they, they supply you with the snacks and the smoothies and all the stuff and you follow this, this strict diet plan with them. And she saw instant results on the scale of numbers going down, but then did um, that in-body scan at the gym that measures um, your muscle mass and all of the other things and noticed that she actually lost three pounds of muscle rather than it just coming from fat. And that being able to see that was an eye opener for her and Shutter off of that right away, but not everybody has that opportunity to to see all the different changes, and then they just look at the scale and see that it's the going down and it's dropping. So, I mean, how do you kind of break that from from people understanding, you know, maybe more non-scale victories rather than just looking at that number? Well, you know, the thing is, you know, with those diets, they make you feel defeated. You know,
2: that's the thing about diets when you they there are they are so. Restrictive, And if you steer away from them, you feel defeated. Like, oh, I didn't do it perfectly today. So you feel defeated. Again, it goes back to that mindset. Um, but those small victories when you are just focusing on calorie in, calorie out for like the percentage of protein, carbs and fats. You know, really kind of focusing on those small victories. Hey, I got five meals in today. You know, maybe that is a goal that you need to just get more meals into that day. Um, Maybe it's, uh, you know, eliminating and getting more protein in or eliminating some carbs in your day. Sm- finding those small victories. Hey, I got up to 45% protein in my diet today. Um, maybe it's carb you're really carb heavy. Hey, I got that down to 20% carbs. or maybe you are struggling with soda, for example because um, I know that's a, a pretty big thing is, you know maybe if you have a, a soda a day, maybe hey, I didn't have a soda on Tuesday. I didn't have soda Tuesday and Wednesday. It's finding those small, but then you maybe had one Thursday, Friday. Hey, you still won this week. Mm-hmm. You're finding those victories. If you have a soda every day, if you just do one week where you got one day without a soda, or well, maybe it's two, you know. Right now we're doing some habit trackers at the gym. I think that's a huge tool to help you. What are habits throughout the day that you struggle with? Um, maybe it's water intake, um like i said soda is one of them seven um getting your three servings of vegetables um seven hours of sleep you know some just those small victories all day like hey monday tuesday wednesday you crushed it thursday and friday life happens maybe something stressful at work happened the kids were crazy and you ended up falling off the wagon life happens that's mm-hmm. okay but you can pick it back
1: up and I think when you know about it, too, you can start to prep for it, right? Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, in a lot of in our industry, it's a lot of here, there, and everywhere. We're recording this at noon. Guess what? If you have that planned, you can plan your nutrition. You can plan some of these habits that you may know you struggle with to try to incorporate them into your life. But if you're just kind of going through the motions of life, that can be more difficult. Maybe you're stopping at the gas station for that soda, or it's just quick and easy, right? And yep. so you just go there. Nobody wants to buy water from the gas station so exactly. then you buy you buy your soda or you buy your energy drink or you buy something that makes you feel good mm-hmm. um, or just in you know stress eating or things like that And so I think when you when you're more in tune with some of these small victories you can then prepare for yourself for those more difficult times in your life. Exactly same with you know focusing on Monday through Friday.
2: You know, maybe it's like, hey, I'm going to focus Monday through Friday and crush it, that 80-20. Then on the weekend, if you end up having a soda or maybe a beer or some pizza, you don't feel bad about Because, hey, I crushed it Monday through Friday, and I was pretty for that if that happens. Because maybe you had an event come up, a wedding, or anything like that. you got to be prepared for it. Um, also... You know, just um, being the fact of again, it comes back to mindset. You know, not letting that affect you or fall off the wagon because you can pick that right back up. It's just like fitness. You don't come to camp one day because you're sore; doesn't mean you can't you can't come the rest of the week, right? Just wake up the next day and come. Um, you know, I think meal prep and just preparing for the day. Um, I had a focus meeting this morning. Same thing. It's like her schedule is all over the place. She works as a an, a nurse, right? Well, those are still consistent schedules. Monday might look different than Tuesday, but Monday and Thursday might be the same. So what are you doing those days to prepare for? You know, maybe Monday and Thursday that's you're ready for, hey, at 7:30, I gotta have my breakfast or whatever it is. Um, and if you get stressed, what is some other stressful way you can healthfully relieve that stress? Another podcast I've been listening to is breathing. You know, breathing can be one of those stress relievers. Even if you just go sit and just focus on some breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth, um, you uh, breathe in for five seconds, hold it for five seconds, and breathe out for five seconds. And you do that for about two minutes, and you would be amazed of how relaxed you are. Only two minutes of your day. Not a long time. Um, So kind of finding those little tips and tricks of how to like, I don't need to have a a beer to relax. I don't need to go have a soda drink or heck, even a cigarette for some people, you know, that stress relief. Why don't we just breathe, you know, sometimes uh, to come and find those healthier ways to um, deal with stressful situations.
1: And I like what you brought up about the, you know, taking the time to focus on, you know, maybe it's just the week. Like try to be try to win this week um, because then I think the weekend becomes easier Then you. You're not just going to go kind of ruin everything that you just did for that week. Um, And it's a slow transition where I look at, I did a a cleanse a couple months back and it was body was cold. Like I didn't feel good on it. And I know some of that is, you know, cleansing out and, and all of a sudden it was like a shock from having a bunch of sugar to having nothing. And, but, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel good. And so then you, you immediately want to get back to what you know. And so I think that transition of like, let's just focus on today. Let's not have a soda today. yeah, And then and, that will lead to tomorrow. And then yeah. that may lead to, you know what, before you know it, you, you're not even craving that soda anymore. It's too, too often people look at, their big goal instead mm-hmm. of putting small
2: little goals together. you know that goal can be monthly, it can be weekly, it can be daily, you know find those wins in each day. Um, another member has recently helped me put a journal together of putting together of a to do. Um, right now I'm focusing on faith, family, fitness, and future. Um, I have different things throughout the day that I find victories. You know, faith, doing a devotion a day, and, you know, um, you know, praying, and what am I thankful for each day? Family, making sure I still have family time, whether that's in the morning or at night. You know, sometimes it's in the morning if I don't work in the morning. Sometimes it's at night if I don't work at night. You know, then fitness, I make sure to get my workout in. And I'm not one to work out every day either because I believe in rest days too. Um, so I usually go two on, two off. Oh, sorry, two on, one off, two on, one off um, throughout the week to give myself that break. Um, then future, I really try to read three to six pages a day in a book. I try to read a podcast um, every day, again, on my commute. um, Then I also really try to put something on the vision board that I want to do professionally as well, like what am I working towards professionally. Um, So those are kind of things through throughout the wins. It doesn't always have to be fitness and health either. Finding those small little victories will actually feed off those as well. If you um, don't have a fitness or um, don't have a nutritional goal. You can have something life-related too, too that you're working towards. Um, people need to realize that too. Just because you don't have a fitness goal or a nutritional goal, you can have something professionally that you could be working towards. You could have something um, personal you could be working for. Maybe it's a better relationship with your significant other or kids or just giving yourself more time throughout the day. Um, that's important to me and that's something I've been really working on is how am I developing as a person each day and again there's some days I don't do the podcast there's some days I don't do the book but guess what tomorrow's a new day I have that every single day again I just check it off if I do it and eventually it's going to become a regular habit but I also know that it doesn't happen overnight I'm trying to get better at it okay I did it Monday, Tuesday but I didn't do the rest of the week next week I'm going to try doing three days to read the book so same thing with fitness and health same thing is is no different just finding those victories you know that tomorrow's always a new day focus on the current day focus on yourself so,
0: i think that's that's really great focusing more on finding that quality of life in things other than fitness a lot of there's a lot of people that probably think, you know, I'm, I'd be happier if I weighed less or if my I fit in this size pants, but what other things can they work on that would actually make them happier that, I guess, would increase their quality of life to maybe realize that, okay, I am with the, okay with the way my body looks because now all the these other things are falling into place and, and I'm happy with the rest of that stuff too, so um changing the focus off of that whole, you know, fitness health goals sometimes it, it could be really beneficial then too.
2: And that's the biggest thing about Burn is the community there. You know, they're surrounded by like-minded individuals there at Burn. You know, it's a place they can come to and be with their Burn sisters and brothers, you know. Mm-hmm they don't have to, you know, showcase any that thing, they don't have to show off. They can just come up, be themselves, you know, and be open and everything like that. That's what I love about Burn Boot Camp is that, you know, there's individuals from all walks of life and they become friends. You know, it's it's crazy to see that. Um old, young, athletes, newbies, it's crazy to see, but it's awesome how people can come in there and best friends they see each other in community and just see them light up when they see that person in camp every single day they look forward to being with you know again that quality of life you know that's their time to you know even you leave everything at the doors even if it's stressful and stuff like that but they come in and they really kind of like that's their time and just be happy I think that's the biggest thing, you know, surround yourself with people that you love, that love you. Um, no matter what situation you're in, you know, you can always, there's always an outlet to go to somewhere like Burn that you can be surrounded by people that care about you um, and really help you, you know, have a better life. And so and you have a lot of people that are in the same situations as you as well. So you can talk to them, what works for them, just, you know, and just have those conversations like we're having right now.
0: Lots of great information from you today, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm sure we could go on and on and on, uh, but we'll save some of those golden nuggets for our future Keep Moving podcast. Thank you all for joining us. See you next time.